This is Radio Ronin announcer Ken Kruger. The Radio Ronin Show starts now. Whoopee! Quick, Josh, punch me. <laughs> it's almost like the... Uh, sounds like the uh, the beginning of like Jersey Boys or something like that. <laughs> They're going to snapping. <laughs> we actually got it there for like two seconds and then Josh... You're, I know, you guys like, harmonized. Then I got <laughs> he distracted. Kept going. He kept going. It, that's what um, I do. Holy crap, it's hot here, you guys. It's so... It is so hot. You look sweaty. Like but we are. We're sweaty constantly. I we're actually, like a maverick and goose in Top Gun. We're just sweaty <laughs> the entire time. I actually uh, appreciate the underboob sweat you both are rocking. Oh Dude, it's, gosh, real. Do. it's real. Like, we have, I, oh. I guess you guys are having record heat in Utah, right? And like it's 80, record heat. 80 85. Degrees, 85. <laughs> like it, it's high for right now. It doesn't even get to 85 in the middle of the night here. No. What? No. No, no, no. We're having they're 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 warning people like they're they're coming out. You you know like in Utah when you get like a really bad snowstorm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what they're doing here because they've got these uh, extreme heat warnings. It's going to be uh, somewhere between. They don't even know because the weather, the thermometers get all screwed up when it gets too hot. Mm-hmm. So they don't even know what's going on. They're saying it's going to be somewhere between a hundred and nine and a hundred and eleven tomorrow. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. So you're telling oh. me that your heat wave is sponsored by just a girl Jean at 111. <laughs> Man. The, funny, the funny thing is, it's like, here's a normal temperature and it's like 92. And it's like, here's like the highest temperature on record. And it was like 108. And so yeah. it may be the hottest oh. Vegas has ever gotten for this time period ever. ever. So. so, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy when, when even the Vegas people are like, oh, no. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Yeah, oh, man. So man. 100, Can, depending on where you're at, because there's different spots there. It's really weird hearing the weather people talk about, like, we don't know yeah. how to chart this. But there are certain places where it's going to be between 107 or it could be 106. But some of you are going to have up to 111, maybe higher. Like, what? Wow. So, yeah. Here's a new unit of measurement, and we can throw this up as a an exclusive footage for our patrons. Okay, uh-huh. all right. It's how long can Chunga stand outside with his ice cream cone before it melts? Before it melts, <laughs> yes. We can go like full cousin idea. Eddie and like cook a chicken breast on a rock in our backyard. That's no joke, man. Like it's that it, hot right at now. At least an omelet. At least <laughs> an omelet. Yeah, it's it's crazy. All right, listen. Let's say we got we got to start the show. Here we go. All, all right. right. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Radio Ronin Show. Welcome to your Thursday. I, you know, it's the weirdest thing ever. I feel like when we miss a show, it feels like the longest time since we've actually recorded. Right? It does. It really does. It's been a week. We've, it. we've missed That's one it? show. Yeah, it's been a week. And, one and we filmed Ronin TV in between it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we filmed Ronin TV in between. <laughs> It's a weird. It's a weirdest oh. thing ever. But uh, I'm so excited to be back. Record. I was I was excited all day long, where I was looking Aww. at my watch and I'm going, oh, only a couple more hours. <laughs> only a couple more. Hours. I love we have that. so much stuff to talk about on the show today. <laughs> only a couple more hours. I'm so excited. Ah, uh, that's awesome. So uh, we're we're happy you have elected to join us. Thank you very much thank for allowing you, us to be you, part of your life, Jim. Uh, I'm Chugga. The Chandelorian is right over here. What's up? He's next to me. Ladies and gentlemen, can I introduce to you a couple of friends of mine? He's raising his hands. He knows I'm, I'm going to go to him. He looks like <laughs> Mussolini on the balcony. Hey, Chunga, how come Josh gets to go first? Spencer Myers, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> 
Spencer well, read I'm me like a book there. I'm just going to continue waiting yeah, for my no, praises. No, no. Let's <laughs> not forget our good friend Josh Hansen's right there. Hey, Josh. <laughs> I, it was so awesome to see you guys. Oh, so, so good you to see you guys. Uh, the show tonight, uh, show today, depending on when you're listening today or tonight, whenever you're listening, the show is brought to you by JJ's Ice Cream. The Radio Ronin 4-Pack is still available. Woo-hoo! Although, as I understand, it's almost sold out. Is that Only right? Four left. Four, four left. Four, four packs? Is it four four packs or four four, four cartons? Four four packs. Oh. Wow. And then, and then they're gone. So this may be one of our best-selling Radio Ronin 4-Packs ever, actually. Gone for best. good. Hey, it's gone. Yeah. What, what, what's some of the feedback that you've heard? Uh, the feedback that I have heard is that it's either me or Chandler in first place. Yeah. Which okay. I'm like, I've been a solid like two or three every single time. So the fact that like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit up there. Yeah. I, I'm excited. Josh, I, I did get a message from Natalie Croft and Natalie said uh, Chunga for the win on the ice creams. I think it tastes more like an orange creamsicle than an orange Julius. And then she said, Chandler, there is too much grape. I was hoping for more lime. I did. Yeah, I did hear that. And she said, Josh, yours tastes like crap. Uh, I'm just glad nobody has complaints about mine. (laughs) For once. I'm not shocked because that's all of the messages that I've received. It's like, yeah, yours is just not good. I love Josh's. The animal crackers or the animal cookies just just, uh, overkill. Um, You know, the the thing for me is that it was just too sweet because it's marshmallow ice cream. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then it's the white chocolate animal cookies in there at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. It's delicious. It's too sweet, man. I ate ate the entire, the the test tin that he gave us. I ate the entire thing. Imagine going to Walmart and getting some of those cheap cupcakes and just eating spoonful after spoonful of frosting. (laughs) That's actually that's what Josh's uh, ice cream is like. I mean, if you got the essence of Josh, too sweet is exactly it that you're absolutely oh, yeah that, that is that is absolutely no joke yeah a hundred percent uh so jj's ice cream that's jjs ice cream there's no apostrophe jjs ice cream jj's ice cream.com there are only a couple left in fact by the time this airs there may not be any but i encourage you to at least call and check because these ice creams this orange ice cream is my favorite one that i've done you worked hard on it. I did. Yeah. And, uh, we, you know, we work hard on all of them. I remember old, old man Chunga's apple cider. <laughs> Took a long time. <laughs> oh, those were the days. I forgot about that good. one. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really yeah. good. So, uh, All right. Well, thank you, JJ's. Thank you to everybody, Jeff and, and all the kids at, uh, at JJ's Ice Cream. You guys are amazing. Woo-hoo! And uh, we appreciate your sponsoring the show. Uh, new Patreons. We do have some new Patreons to talk about. We do. Patreon, do. Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronan. That's where you want to go if you want to become uh, part of the fam. I love that so, you're sticking with it. I'm hanging in there with it. Yep. Not only do we have some upgrades, but we have a brand new producer today. Woo! I would like to give a warm welcome to Rocky Mountain Collision, who just became a $20 patron. Wow, Rocky Mountain Collision. Rocky, Collision, Collision. Rocky Mountain Collision and, uh, <laughs> isn't it auto paint? Where they have like a Rocky Mountain Collision and auto body paint or something like that? It just says Rocky Mountain Collision, but I cannot think of a better partnership because Josh loves those car crash videos. I do. (laughs) Oh, he does. No, he does. That's that's why I have a dash cam. I'm just waiting for that day. Maybe they'll let Josh just show up and... uh, and walk around the crashed cars. Oh, oh that would be because you know he's going to be. be at, he, he'll be at half staff the entire time. <laughs> that would be my make a wish right there. We'd have to yeah. film him from the chest up. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> and then we have you know who this is, and they're one upping everybody again. 
Hmm. I've got the money. Just edited their investment from 6002 to 6003. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's Rambo. It's Rambo again. Man, I, I, I'm going to go full-blown Jerry Lewis on this. Every penny matters. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll take Every it. penny helps. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, listen, we have uh, we've got a big show. You know, you guys spoke the last time we, uh, you know, it feels like so long ago. Right. <laughs> uh, the last show we did, everybody came out and said, no, we want the longer shows. Mm. We said, um, I we can do that. We'll give you a longer show. No problem. Uh, we're going to stick to that longer format. We've just decided here at Radio Rona, we're just going to do what we do. And hopefully yeah. you choose yep. to just love it all. Right. Yeah. So uh, we've got a big show we're talking about. We've got uh, some Star Wars stuff. We have. We're going to be talking about um, the jazz playoffs a little bit. Okay. We're going to be talking yeah. about. Oh goodness gracious, Sophie! We're going to be talking about mm-hmm. Sophie. Yeah, she's yep, yep. quite mm-hmm. popular, you know. That <laughs> firecracker, uh, she is. She is indeed. <laughs> uh, but before we begin the show, there's there's a couple of things that I want to say. Uh, it, it's uh, it, it's it, it's horrible when we're in the position that we're in, and we have this community that we have, and then you have someone that you know is hurting. And mm. you know someone that is in desperate need of love and support, and there could be a literal army of people outside your door, and it still wouldn't be enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just wanted to just put this out there, Jody Jensen. We are with you. We are we are hurting for you. We are hurting with you, and you have the full breadth and force of the Ronan community behind you. Absolutely. Yeah. And 100%. I know this sounds really cryptic and uh and someday it won't be and forgive me but this is this is really not a message for everybody else beyond the fact that we want Jody to know that we're all with her. Mm-hmm. And we'll we explain we'll explain everything later. We love you Jody. Yeah. We do love you. And yeah. thank you Jody for all the years. Uh and another sad uh kind of hard message is uh, we lost our good friend Mark Eaton. Yeah, how crazy is that? So, oh, right. I, you know, I don't. I don't even have the. I mean, the, uh, gutted is the only thing I can say. Yeah, uh, Mark is a guy that. Uh, it seemingly, I think everybody in Utah has a Mark Eaton story. That's yeah. that's the kind of person yeah. he was. Right? Is uh, he was just such a servant to the community. He was the guy was. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I don't remember in my thirty year friendship I had with Mark Eaton. I don't remember a time where he wasn't off to an elementary school somewhere, or no. a hospital <laughs> somewhere, or a speech somewhere uh, at a college. I mean, this guy was just a, a an absolute tour de force in terms of helping a community, and that community was ours. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Good dude. Really bummed. Yeah, sixty four. Yeah, sixty four years old. I'm way, way too young. Way too young. Yeah, really, um, really I, sucks. I just barely worked with him. Uh, yeah, like what, a couple of days uh, ago. No, it was a couple months ago. It was. Oh, was it, it, really? it was before the move. Yeah, but uh, I, I did end up working with him. I was his personal photographer for. Oh, for some reason, I thought that last shoot you were on, you were working. Oh with him. no, no, no! This was no, back okay. in I think December. Um, okay. is when I worked with him, and I was his personal photographer. So I worked with him, you know, for twelve hours one day, and he was the nicest, most genuine guy ever. Was you know would take all the time in the world just to talk with people and take pictures and sign books yeah. and I mean just a and really that's him, good, and that's yeah. just who he was. Like I would film him like on camera and then off camera. He was the exact same guy, um, and, and just mm-hmm. uh, just crazy bummer. Um, I yeah, about ten about ten twelve years ago, 
I, I met him at Salt Lake Community College and I ran mm-hmm. into him, you know, in within the community. I mean, it's hard not to to recognize Mark Eaton. He's seven foot four. Yeah. He He's just a out. giant yeah. of a man. Yeah. But he remembered me every time that I saw him after that. Like even just a few years ago, I ran into him at the Salt Lake Airport. And I went up to him. I'm like, yeah, I've, I, you know, I've met you a couple times. He's like, oh, I remember you from Salt Lake Community College. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he meets, you know, yeah. tens of thousands of people every, yeah. every year. So wow. He just, just so genuine and man, such a great guy. So can I tell you, um, one of the very first conversations I had with Mark Eaton, I was actually a little kid. I was at a jazz game, he was brand new. And when he first started playing, the jazz were not the jazz that you know now. There mm-hmm. were barely, I mean, no. there was barely anybody at the games, uh, very sparsely populated in the old Salt Palace. And I remember walking down to the to the bench where they're all sitting and asked for his autograph in the game. <laughs> Because that's, really? what, because that's what little kids do. Of course. Right? Huh? And I remember him kind of, he's all sweaty, and I remember him turning around to me, and he wasn't a jerk by any means, but he was very cold, and he just went after the game. And I remember for years thinking this guy was the biggest asshole ever. Oh, really? Like the <laughs> longest, man, what a lesson I learned here. Because I remember thinking to myself, like every time I saw him, I'm like, that guy's the biggest jerk ever. So you fast forward. To where I'm, I'm a young man. I'm in radio, and Mark Eaton is coming in, and I tell him the story. I'm like, you know, I've spent years, years of my teen life, young teen life, up until right about now, thinking you were the biggest tool bag on the planet. <laughs> you said that to him? Yeah, I did. Wow, <laughs> wow. And he said, you know what? Can I tell you something? He goes, every time, because he at the time that he was talking to me on the radio, he said they've changed it so that the fans can't get that close. They, they try and keep the kids from getting that close, mm-hmm. even though the fans can sit right behind them. Yeah. They try to keep the kids from going up and doing that, right? And he said that was one of the hardest things he ever had to do when he started playing basketball as a pro was tell kids no. Hmm. And at hmm. first he didn't, and he would get in trouble by the coaching staff for just turning around in a game, not paying and attention, and, off yeah. an autograph. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, it was a fun little moment that he and I had, and then he he signed something for me. Oh, <laughs> so, did he really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's and, really cool. Uh, and you know, and then as time goes on, I think it was probably I don't know twenty. Uh, may, maybe twenty uh, when I had that interview with him, and then uh, yeah. and then we just became friends from there on out. You know, we did church mm-hmm. ball together. Chandler met him on the set of church I did, ball. Yeah, uh, when Chandler was, I think, seven or uh, something like eight, that. Yeah, seven or eight <laughs> yeah. years old. Uh, Chandler's known him ever since. He was always in, in the building at the radio station. We were always going to Tuscany for lunch. Uh, he was just always around. Uh, always around for me in that building constantly. So uh, when I woke up to that news, I was I just couldn't. It took me a minute. You know what I mean? It took me a minute to to realize uh, how how right. Yeah. You know yeah. how how does a how does he? I mean, sixty four in today's world is actually very very young. And so out of the in, blue in, to, in today, mm-hmm. yeah, and completely out of the blue. And um, it's I'm sure that Terry and and the entire Eaton family, they're just devastated at the fact that he went alone on his bike you, you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. especially after the way he served everybody uh but man what a oh geez what a giant of our community i know it's a pun and it's kind of intended it's, but yeah. well, it's true though yeah yeah, yeah. and I mean, you know he, he would have gotten a laugh from it too 
No, he was the first person to joke about it. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. like when people are trying to take selfies with him and stuff like that. He he always made jokes when I was working with them just a couple months ago about yeah. it. And so it just oh man, I'd always do I'd always do this thing because you know I'm tall. Uh, yeah, he's less than a foot taller than I am actually. Uh, but but uh, I would always you know how's the weather out there or up there? How's the weather up there? Uh-huh. As corny and as cheesy as I could. Just to watch him, just get, he he just gets so puzzled. Like, why do you still do this? <laughs> why are you still doing like, this? Just stop it! <laughs> stop! You know uh, I don't think it's funny. Uh huh. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how's the weather up there? Uh, well, you we should all... play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> now we can all ask him how the weather is up there because we know yeah. he's up there yeah, yeah. No, good uh, man well, he's, a good, he's a good man yeah. he's a good man and and uh, we're all lesser because he's no longer with us for sure yeah I, i'm trying to be all nice and, and this is no joke uh-huh. i'm watching spencer and josh as they fi- high five each other because spencer just said well now we can say how's the weather up there <laughs> Thanks for ratting me out, Chunga. No, no and they're I, over there high fiving no, each no, other. He was he was so proud of that. He's like, yeah, I wrapped it up all. In that. He's got like he's got like all yeah. the sincerity in the world. Like he's on uh, I don't know, like Studio C or something. And he's uh, and he's like, how's the weather up there? And then he turns around. And he's like, yeah, he gives Josh a high five. I, I I was thinking more like the Ricky Lake show. Okay, is that Studio C? And I couldn't leave him hanging. <laughs> so funny oh uh, i love this uh, all right I hate well you guys <laughs> i hate how's, you how's the weather up here yeah <laughs> thanks fam well i'll tell you what chunga the weather yes. under the bus you just pushed me is terrible <laughs> so uh hey memorial day how was it everybody have a good memorial day what'd you guys do oh it was great oh, yeah. it was really good actually yeah it was really good went to california Oh, oh yes, yes yeah. you did. Yes you did. That Spencer, you went to we'll talk about you in a sec here, Josh, but Spencer, did you go to a, a bees game? Is that what I saw you doing? Yeah, I went to a bees game on Memorial Day, so the the, the day of Memorial okay, Day. Okay, kind of like at the end of the Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it did not feel like a pandemic at all. Oh really? 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 Like the the only indication that there was a pandemic going on or had been going on was the fact that you could not order food at the kiosk. You had to mm-hmm. order over your phone and pick it up. Oh, that's it. Okay. Huh. And and you know right. what? I'm looking at that, thinking this should be normal always. <laughs> Without the massive right. lines, yeah, yeah that's, that's actually really nice. Really, yeah, it, it's really nice. You order, they text you, you go pick up your food, but you're walking around like the mezzanine and everything. And did it, you have your mask normal. on or no? No, no mask. No, nobody wow. did. Wow, really? That's it pretty was, cool. It was actually just a ton of fun, just a, like the perfect all American day at the park. Yeah, uh, my little brother Taylor happened to be there. And you went so, with uh, you went with Popfly, Brandon. Well, that was another one. Like I actually went with my brother-in-law Rick. Oh, you went with and Rick? my nephew. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought oh. you went with Brandon at Popfly to that. No, that was that was a different one. No, that was this one. But Brandon at Popfly, he messaged me while I was there. He's like, "Hey, I'm at the game too. I've got some seats in front of me for part of my season tickets. Why don't you come sit behind home plate with me?" Wow. Oh, are you kidding me? No, the incredible seats and just an incredible guy. That man knows wow. more about the Angels than I will ever forget. He's, <laughs> he's our kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, I need to. Brandon and I need to hook up because I'm a <laughs> lifelong Angels fan. I remember watching Reggie Jackson hit home runs when I was a little kid out at the original Big A. 
Uh, oh, before the earthquake. Oh, before Reggie the earthquake. Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Reggie Jackson, Mr. October, uh, and Rod Carew and all those guys. I would That's love. So cool. I still have my autographed Wally Joyner rookie card. Yeah, Wait, do you really? Yeah, I do. Oh, Look, that's what cool. you need to do is you need to actually bring your cards up. Let's yeah. go visit with Brandon, and he can tell you all about your cards. I, you and, know, and we'll take in a game with him. Because so, it is an incredible I'm, experience. I'm, I'm so down with that. Yeah, I, I could. I can't wait to do that. Sounds like a Ronin TV episode to me. Yeah, yeah for sure. Honestly, I, mean, I tell you what, it was so much fun to sit there with my dollar dog. Which is like that shriveled up hot dog that they oh, sell yeah, you for a buck fifty. Those are the best things ever. They're so good, so Love good. Them. And then have him tell me the backstory of each of the batters. He's like, "Yeah, we sit behind him, and you know, may he like he's great, and this person's a jerk. You know, he knows their personal oh, really? lives and has oh, cool. the banter with wow. them as they're warming up. Really, just, Brandon was so much fun to sit with, and an Dude, incredible family cool. he had with him too. Oh, oh it sounds like you had a wonderful awesome. Memorial Day, man. That oh, sounds it's great. A perfect way, and then. I also had a Myers McRib, and oh, uh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, with did, myself. Did, did you make it yourself then? I'm I did. Assuming? It was a whole rack of ribs. On By bread yourself for me. This whole thing sounds like a big, you know, like it sounds very phallic. <laughs> I had a Myers McRib with By myself. Himself. With myself. <laughs> By myself. By full myself. Rack. It's a full rack. It's kind of curved. <laughs> But no, yeah. you guys, it was good. It was like a two pound, just mouthful of meat, like perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phallic Spencer, yeah. Phallic. I, I can't believe I'm not the one saying this. I can't either, to be honest. Uh, all right, Look, so. Uh, I so, uh, it myself. <laughs> that was a good one. I don't think well, I can. Uh, see, that's where the high five should go. That's where the high five needs to go. Yeah, there we go. Oh, so man. we had fun. We had fun here. We actually um, Vegas was open. Yeah, really. Now, officially, officially, as of this recording, they're a hundred percent open as of today. Yep. But we we actually went out and kind of looked around. But it was so crazy on the strip. We didn't last very long. Uh, it, like absolutely insane. Like yeah. crazy, 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 crazy insane. And then, uh, yeah. It was about 50-50 on the face masks, but uh -huh, all of like okay. the uh, the social distancing markers have been scraped up and removed. Uh, all of the plexiglass in the casinos has been taken down. Really? That's all. Re it's all removed. Yeah, the, we did go to a buffet. We did go to a buffet. Oh, yeah, oh. A, a forty minute wait <laughs> for cafeteria food at South wow. Point. Yeah, it was amazing. We didn't have to wear masks, which is nice. If like no. you're vaccinated and immune, you're good to go. So uh, a lot of people were not in masks, which was so. I thought it was going to be they weird still, at first. They, they weren't allowing you to uh, grab your own food, though. They were still dishing uh, okay. up food. Okay, so you didn't have to wear, like, the hand condoms like you do at King Buffet? Yeah, <laughs> which, which everyone, you can see that in Ronin TV, the yeah, new episode of Ronin TV, actually. But no, but it was it was really funny because uh, I, at one point, it was weird asking for the, for the food because cleanliness or, um, I guess, presentation was definitely not on the menu. I would say food really? management. Food yeah, management. Food management. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I ordered a thing of salmon and I was like, it was like a nice like salmon steak. And I was like, okay, it's like on the side of my plate. And I'm like, can I can I get some fettuccine Alfredo? And the dude's like, yeah, sure. And scoops up the entire thing of fettuccine Alfredo and just puts it on top of my salmon on my empty plate. No, he, like he didn't put it off no, to the side. Just no. put it right on top of the salmon. I was like, right. Yeah, he, he had noodles hanging off the side of his plate. And they're like I'm trying rubbing to against the they're rubbing against the counter. My dad's like, he's just trying to pull up it was it was a whole thing so man. I, I i was like well when in rome so i didn't even <laughs> i didn't even try you know i was like give me some of the white and some of the yellow 
And I got some mac and cheese and some fettuccine. Give me some of the white uh-huh. and some of the yellow and don't go stingy on me. <laughs> no, it was he was there was this there was this really old Asian guy. He was he was right in front of me. He had a cane and he, he went hobbling up to the uh, to the barbecue section of this buffet. And again, you have to like there's there's different meats there as is the case at a buffet. And he he leans in and and he says to the guy, he goes, I would like to request some nice, sweet, juicy pork, pork loin. Oh, my gosh. I would like to request some nice, juicy pork loin. Yeah. And and the guy cut it up very, very nicely uh-huh. and gave him a, a heaping helping. <laughs> and so I was like, sweet. So he left and I was like, I would like to request <laughs> you did not. some nice, juicy pork. He goes, yeah, more's coming out in a minute. And he walked off. Like he all the way wasn't oh, in the table. Oh, oh. He was still sitting. He was sitting right there. Oh, he did nice. you dirty. He did me dirty. <laughs> oh, that's even the awesome. next time around, I walked up with a limp, thinking he was going to be nicer to me. <laughs> no, he was not. You know what, Chunga? That's when you just reach across and grab the hunk of meat, like unsliced, exactly. And take yeah, a bite just take right it. In front of him. Just, just take, and take just, the whole bite, and then just run away. Uh, Wag it at him as you walk away. I will not be back. <laughs> oh, are they banned for life? I don't want to say banned for life because our garlic bread was pretty good, but the rest of it just sucked. And it was okay. South the Point. garlic bread was okay. It wasn't very good. Yeah. So what buffet was this? It was at South Point. Here's Okay, here's the thing. We wanted to go into Vegas, but Vegas was like everything. Every restaurant, everything you mm-hmm. wanted to do in Vegas was two hours plus because oh, it easily. was so busy yeah just insanely busy so we thought well let's go to south point it's further south it's not going to be that big a deal as we're driving south to south point we see these signs on i-15 saying exit now uh reroute to pahrump Mm -hmm. um, exit now um wait in gene if possible and we're trying to figure this out and so i pull up the uh pull up the google and they're having all of these alerts that there is a four hour backup for Californians trying to get out of Vegas. So yeah. between Holy Barstow, cow. it was like bumper to bumper traffic from Barstow clear to Las Vegas. This was absolutely absolute chaos. Yeah. And it started oh. at 730 in the morning. And by noon, they were trying to reroute people off of I-15 because there were so many people trying to get out. Wow. Um, I don't know if you've if you if you've ever been stuck in those traffic jams. I've been stuck going both directions. I going have, yeah. into Vegas from California and going to California from Vegas on a on a like a Sunday evening or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. But four hours. So people were having to go all the way down through Pahrump or Laughlin, like all the way down and then trying to reroute into California one of those two different ways. Oh, gosh. Uh, it was horrible. Yeah, really, really bad. It's, and you it's know, pretty interesting when you when you start seeing like a, a holidays coming up, and because we we see it on the local news, and everyone's talking about they have like they know from which holiday where people are going to come from. Like mm-hmm. oh, all the Californians are going to be in, and the second we hop on I fifteen at any point through the weekend, it, everyone had California. We plates. couldn't we couldn't see a Nevada license plate. No, no matter where you went, it's it was all Californians. Wow. Yeah, it was it actually kind of cool. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was fun. It was fun to be a part of. But anyway, so so back to the story. So we're starting to see the traffic build up. Uh, right about Mandalay Bay uh, on I-15. And by the time we got to South Point, it was pretty bad. Mm-hmm, so we got mm-hmm. off at South Point and just ate a buffet there. 
because we didn't know what else to do. Yeah, it was and, great. Yeah, but we did go to Prim the day before, and it wasn't too bad. And so that's in an upcoming episode of Ronan TV. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I can't speaking wait. of which, yeah, Ronan TV. We've got a new episode out. We do, and another one coming in like either today, as of the airing of the show, or tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, pretty pretty soon. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then uh, I ended up actually doing doing the Murph for Memorial Day, which is uh, yeah. a, a pretty big deal to me. And if anyone who doesn't know, it's it's a workout that you do for Memorial Memorial Day for uh, Michael Murphy. If you have seen Lone Survivor, he's one of the guys that ends up passing away. He was the leader of the SEAL team. He was, yeah, yeah. and ended oh. up passing away, uh, killed in action in 2003. Um, so what the workout is, it's uh, a mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, another mile run with a weighted tack vest, the whole thing. And I've wanted to do this for two years and, and actually did it this year. So if I can, wow. yeah. I was about to bring this up. Chandler Chandler scooped me in his own I praise. scooped you? <laughs> um, but uh, it's really cool to be, to be a dad and to see your kid talk about doing something like this for years and years. Mm -hmm. We come to Las Vegas. He doesn't know a soul. He doesn't no. know a single soul here. And finds a cool gym on his own. Uh, talks to the gym owner on his own, yep. finds a whole new community of people. And Josh, you know this from your your running community. Oh, yeah. Uh, these guys welcome Chandler in with open arms, and now he's got all his buddies that he does this with. And he tells me the day before the Murph, he hasn't done any training for it at all. No. And he says, you know what? I think I'm going to try. He goes, I'm talking to the owner of the gym and, and some mm -hmm. of the regulars there. Um, they're they're encouraging me to do a scaled back like a half version of it. Yeah, like I a said, two well, thirds. That's cool. or, do, yeah. do a two thirds or do a half or something like that and see how you do and set a goal for yourself in six months, you know, to have it down. And then at six months after you do the Murph, like when you get to next year, next Memorial Day, see how far you can progress and how much you can cut it down from that six month mark and mm -hmm. then just do the Murph again, you know, on Memorial Day. So he gets up in the in the morning. I send him this, you know, this fun text saying, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Go do your best. Uh -huh. Go kill it. I, I'm awake, nervously waiting to see how he does. Well, Chandler gets out there and says, "No, hell no, I'm doing the whole thing." Yeah. And he yeah. did the entire he did the entire merge. Yeah, on his very first try with all of his brand with new mates, all my buddies. Yeah, and so that's I think that's a slow clap for Chandler. No. Right there. Yeah. 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 I wish we were talking about this stuff, but uh, yeah, I'm very sore. What you guys can't see, my legs are still shaking because it was yesterday, <laughs> and I'm I'm very uh, so it's it's a one mile run with a uh with uh body armor body armor on. yeah so with a wow. weighted vest with yep. body armor on it's a 25 pound plate uh -huh. on yeah. your on your front and back and uh and then you run a mile and then you do 100 pull-ups yep you do 200 push-ups and you do 300 squats then you put your body armor back on you go run a, another yep. mile you do the whole wow. thing and it so, was brutal and uh there yeah. was several points i'm like i'm gonna pass out and but you know what i, I started i'm like oh, i'm gonna do a scale version once i started i'm like hell no i'm, I'm going to do this thing and yeah. yeah i'm feeling it today let's just say that i, I fell yeah, over trying that, to sit on the I'm toilet very, you know so, what though, i'm so really cool, really though. proud of you man thanks really yeah, proud of you thanks it was I'm proud tough of you but, too uh, man it was a fun memorial it day cool. it's it's you know everyone talks about vegas being a, a city that's not very nice to you know meet people and and everyone's just been so cool and everybody that did the murph like you were you were doing the murph with people that were on the titan games with the rock yeah my the lady right next to me was on the titan games and wow. you know she was cheering me on and i'm cheering her on and you know very it cool. was everyone's doing the mile run and all the cars are honking as you're driving by because everyone kind of knows what the workout is um so it was a very patriotic day it was it was a memory that's, i don't think i'll ever forget that's cool. honestly that's pretty dope yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks. It, it, was, it was really, really like, cool. I love, I love watching your Instagram stories. Because, yeah, like, <laughs> I would totally move to Vegas just for your gym. Like, my gym looks I like a wish, nightclub. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's why I, I went here. I'm like, 
I wish we had something up here. Do you have a right. bar there? No, there's no mini bar because like everyone's like oddly I'm enough, out. there's like not a lot of drinkers in Vegas. Um, but no, there's like oh. club lights that are playing and house music. It's just my vibe. You know what I, I mean? Don't, but, I don't want uh, alcoholic beverages. I just want to shake. Like a banana <laughs> shake. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's called Planet Fitness, Spencer. <laughs> You'll get a bagel and some pizza. <laughs> yeah. So I want to at least uh, pretend I'm healthy. It's true. Well, so when you guys when you guys come here, we'll take you over to our uh, our little community center, which is now reopened. The Karens are are so bummed. We can put our feet <laughs> in the um, pool. Yeah, you can you can actually go to the pool now with no mask on. They have nothing. They have nothing to do. They were nice oh, this last time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they have. Uh, we have this walking path, and we have all these little road runners that come out and run alongside you as you as you jog on the uh, jogging path. Uh-huh. It's it's actually very cool. I thought those were just from a cartoon, by the way. I didn't know no, roadrunners are a real, real thing. The roadrunners are running like, with us. What the hell is this? He's like, it's a roadrunner. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah, he didn't know roadrunners were real. I thought it was just a cartoon, man. I don't know. Oh my god, awesome! It's so funny. So uh, anyway, listen. Um, congratulations, Chandler. Very proud. Thank of you. you. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Josh. You had yes. probably the most eventful Memorial Day of all, right? Oh yes, I I moved my brother from Huntington Beach to the other side of Huntington Beach. <laughs> yeah. so, we're, so we're talking about Ben, wow. who. Yeah. Uh, Ben, who has been on this show numerous times, our our, go, our good friend Ben Hansen, who's uh, been that guy's been Ronin since before Josh was Ronin. To be perfectly honest, uh, that's true. Yeah, actually, that's true. Uh, it is true. So, uh, so now, what's the story? So, Ben and Kelly, his lovely wife Kelly, they now have two kids, and they're like this uh, tiny yeah. place in Huntington Beach no longer fits. So, yeah, basically, they were living in a one bedroom apartment, and just, yeah. they couldn't. Uh, it was jam. They're paying like seventeen thousand dollars a month. Uh, yeah, so they're, on, they're the on the beach because they're on the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. on the beach and everything. But they they needed more space. They wanted because Ben got to the point where he had to rent office space and he wanted uh-huh. to still work from home to help with the kids and everything. So they found a place on the other side of Huntington Beach on the north side uh, that had. That I has, thought he was moving to Anaheim. He decided not to he, move to Anaheim. I thought he was too, but apparently that one fell through because they were. California, uh, a lot of the renters are trying to get uh, renters to sign two-year leases. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Everybody's leaving California. Yep. So he didn't want to do that. So he found a place in Huntington Beach that was a one-year uh, agreement, rental agreement. Uh-huh. So he went there. Has four bedrooms, has a garage. Oh, wow. Much nice. Bigger. Nice. So, Good for him. So, yeah. Uh, we, I was kind of enlisted uh, by the family <laughs> to go down yeah. and help. Oh, I so, bet it was so hard to get on a plane and go to California. <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> no, but, but you know what? It was really weird. It's just with all the back and forth with with the masks and everything. Yeah. Going to the airport. Like, I mean, if, if you even, like, had your nose poking out, like, even remotely. Yeah. Somebody was, was there to tell right you. there mm-hmm, yeah. telling you, really? like, put, put your mask back up. And it was so weird. Like, just... California's hey. still really locked down. Like, really locked down. Chunga, speaking yes. of those airline people, I think I have a job for your Karens at the community center. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. No lie. Let's send them to the air- airlines. <laughs> oh, is that, so the airlines were fun to fun to work with, were they, Josh? It, it was... Uh... It was annoying because I also didn't know because like I ate in the airport as well, and so I felt like I I had to sneak my food, you know, you know, with my mask like lifting up, then taking a nibble, and then and then putting it back down. <laughs> it, it was just it was just weird. It was really yeah. weird and yeah. But well, how was you went to uh, you went to downtown Disney with Sophie? 
Yes. Went to and downtown filmed an Disney. episode of Ronin TV, which will be airing soon. Ew. Yes. So there's there's a lot that we uh, that we do that the adventure. Was it just you and you and just you and Sophie we went, yep. went and yep. hung out? My 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 family actually bailed out. Really? Um, yeah. They they wanted to go to the beach instead of downtown Disney, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Your priorities are whack. But, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> So, so how did it feel for you to be in the park then? Because it's, um, it's, you know, we've been to downtown Disney You haven't once. been back in a long time. Well, 18 months. Um, oh, that's right. You yeah, went yeah, right yeah, before it closed. That's like right. That's two, right. Two weeks before. So it was it, it, like just being there, getting on property, mm-hmm. uh, being in the being in the parking lot. Like it was that excitement. It was it was me looking to see if I could find the Matterhorn. Just like yeah. I was a kid again. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and finally, when we got there, just the excitement. It, that excitement like never goes away, no I matter bet. how close. Even though um, you're not there, that's the yeah. scene. We mm-hmm. felt the same thing yeah. when we did that episode, that that Ronan TV episode. Uh, Shannon was emotional just it, seeing the park. She she didn't really care that she couldn't go in. She was just excited to be there. I was oh, emotional yeah. too because it's like you just feel it. Yeah. You feel the magic and that's the one thing that we've talked about like that being the big fear is like oh with a mask on you're not going to be able to feel the, the magic. Yeah. And yeah. the second we got now, in there I'm like yeah we're home. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah you, you really don't think that much about the masks when you're you're in there you're experiencing everything. It, it, the mask really is an afterthought. Um, well I'm, I'm excited to tell you guys we have reservations. We're going um july 12th through the 15th or no uh, 17th something i think I it's know. mid-july that's what it's mid-july reservations in mid-july <laughs> it's awesome so you're gonna be there yeah. for the birth for disneyland's birthday maybe um yes july 17th oh wait really yeah the yeah. 65th anniversary yes yeah that's, no, that's very uh, true no that that's exciting july I've, I've 17th always, i've always wanted to spend uh, I always wanted to be in Disneyland on its birthday because it's just such a magical I have not day. been. I, I haven't been in Disneyland uh, in July in a very long time. July is a great time to go mm-hmm. uh, because it's not too too hot. A lot of people assume that July is going to be just scorching hot in Southern California. It's actually one of the cooler months. Um, the The hottest months of the year are September and October. Oh, which is um, so weird to think about. Yeah, it's just brutal. I mean, it can get hot in July. Don't don't get me wrong. It can yeah. get hot, really hot in July and August, but July is a great time to go. And uh, I, I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. Well, man. I, I'm excited <laughs> for you. And honestly, I, I just, even though I won't be able to go for quite some time, just knowing that you guys will be able to go and that Josh was able to get close, that's enough. Well, we'll like, FaceTime you. Yeah, and, and, well, and, and yes. we'll, we'll get you there, Spencer. We'll yeah. get you All there. I ask is that somebody brings me my dang pickle, Josh. Oh, I was going <laughs> to... Wait, yeah, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You didn't get him a pickle after all this? I was going to stop at the Maverick on the way here and get him one. But I can taste the difference. It. You know that, right? <laughs> all of all of no. your grandstanding about the uh, about you know somebody bringing you a corn dog mm-hmm. and a pickle is actually doable. Like, you could it's bring wrapped. him a pickle. It's I cool. It is. Yeah. I, I couldn't find one. No, he they're just all didn't over. Look. That's, that's yeah, so not true. Look. We saw and him everywhere. Even in our group, I just said, Josh, I don't care what you're doing. Just bring me my darn pickle. That's why I was going to stop at Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. I know. Seriously. Fine. I can't believe that. Fine. Well, did you at least wow. get something for you? Yeah, I did, but I'm not. I, I, I'm going to leave that for Ronan TV, though. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So we're going to have to watch Ronan TV. Nice. Soon yeah. Again. Okay. Well, that's if cool. If I see you eating a pickle on Ronan TV, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I saw that little twitch in your eye. I yeah, believe yeah, you. Yeah, I did too. There was no high five that time. No. <laughs> no. Uh, by the way, real quick, we want to wish our good friend, our teammate, our fellow co-host, Sophie V, a very happy birthday. Hey, yeah, oh, Friday. Tomorrow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Sophie happy birthday to you. Okay, we yeah, gotta do yeah. better than that. So, <laughs> so well, she, I mean, she is turning 40, song. so, I mean, if you're turning 40, it's kind of like... You're not supposed to say that. She's no. saying it. She's, <laughs> she's all social media saying it. Hey, look, Sophie knows she's going to get an individual text from each one of us, or a phone call, or, like, something more personal than a shout-out on the show. So, well, can I tell you, I have to tell you, I look, I have to tell you a Sophie story. So, when she came out for Christmas... Uh, we were very excited to start having her on the show, and we were going to start utilizing her more. And I said, Sophie, I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, listeners, radio listeners, podcast listeners are very, very sexist. And the audience members that are the most sexist are typically females. Yeah. And female listeners don't like female hosts. And I said, so I was a little worried about how they were going to take to you, Sophie, because of your age and because you're a female. And she was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean because of my age? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I honestly thought that Sophie was like in her like mid to late 20s. That's what I thought, too. Okay. And, and I, thought, I thought some of our audience members were going to be a little, a little kind of like, well, I yeah. don't want to listen to her because she's young and she's this and she's that. Mm-hmm. Sophie's like, I turned 40 in a couple of months. I was like. They're gonna love you. They're <laughs> gonna love you. You're golden. You're, you're fine. She, she, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know what to. Uh, you wouldn't know what to look at her, and uh, you wouldn't know what to talk to her. Uh, so happy birthday, Sophie! Happy fortieth! Yeah. Welcome to the club. Nineteen eighty one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and congratulations. So did she? How's her? Uh, how's her daughter doing with the track? Did she talk to you about oh, that at all? Oh my gosh! Like yeah, we talked about that. Uh, extensively like that kid we just talked about how freaking fast she is did you give I've her any running some tips of these. <laughs> I, I, I just it just outrun me that's all just just watch the last episode of Ronin TV and, and it'll, it'll make a lot more sense with Josh running um, her daughter so that you know Sophie's daughter is uh, I, I've watched some of these track meets uh-huh. and it's just ungodly how fast yeah, that kid runs right? she dominates she, oh. if she's a, if she's not getting she should be in the olympics this kid she like, she actually seriously. just set the school record for some running event was it 200 200, <laughs> 200 yeah, i think it was the 200 yeah the 200 yeah. is 200 yeah I, I i just do marathons and half marathons i mean she's but running I saw her, her take off. race but what's that yeah oh yeah oh yeah. no i saw i saw her take off and there was somebody that was in front of her by a long shot uh right off the line and by the time she got to the first turn she was catching her and then she burned past her and by the time she got to the last oh i don't know 50 meters there was like another 50 meters behind her oh my gosh it was crazy how fast that kid is yeah yeah, we we talked a lot about that and and sophie sophie's a was a runner and an athlete as well so oh i didn't know she was a runner yeah okay so that makes sense a very good runner at yeah um but now it's cool thinking about like we're gonna talk about this and then sophie's sophie's daughter gonna be like a a olympic medalist at some point i I wouldn't be at all surprised yeah well i'm glad you and sophie had fun happy 40th sophie we can't wait to get you back on the show uh we've tried to get her on the show a couple of times but she's got to be in front of a computer and with all the track meets and everything else yeah Yeah. she was supposed to text me before the show and she forgot and then i forgot and so we'll we'll work it all out birthday month it's her birthday month we'll figure it out yeah. Right, Love you, well, so. We have a lot more 
to talk about here on the show uh, before we're done for your Thursday Radio Ronin show. But before we continue, we need to thank some fam. <laughs> we need to. No. We got to say thank uh, you to some very, very, very special members of the Radio Ronin You are with that slang, dude. Oh, man. Stop it, both of you. Word. So... <laughs> Yeet. So here's the uh, here's the deal. What I didn't I didn't did I hear it's a yeet? Yeet. Yeah, you yeet. did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was Spencer. <laughs> the Radio Ronin Show is produced in part by Alexis Bartholomew, Andre Peterson, Angel, Angela Jensen, Ash Short, Fat, and so damn sexy. Yep. And yeah, sitting Captain Rudebeard. Thank you guys. Uh, let's see. Becky Starr, Brenda Fairbanks, Brother E. Chewy, all shifts. Where's key. Jordan? Did Jordan drop off? No, I don't know. It's just his Brenda. It was Brenda and Jordan. I just read what's on the teleprompter. Yeah. Oh. We love you, Jordan. Jordan didn't. Uh, Jordan's still with us. Yeah. yeah no, he's still here. Yeah, yeah he's still around. He's still there. He's like uh, Palpatine in between episodes six and seven. <laughs> he's just like. He, he's behind the say, scenes. Are you saying Jordan Fairbanks is like Emperor Palpatine? He's yeah, just, he's be, be, behind the scenes manipulating just, everything. Just that they're floating. They're, they're going to rage quit the show now. <laughs> yeah, no, they're going to love that. Uh, Chaz Hill, Chaz Hip, Daisy Puppers, Easton EJ Walker on YouTube, and Natalie Bingham, Jay LaVar Smith, uh, <laughs> Jeff Baird of Baird Manor, uh, Jennifer Stoddard, Jennifer Kilkowski, Jeremy Big Sexy Adams, Jordan L. Miller, uh, Justin and Courtney Bolander, Justin Hatzis, Carl Parkinson, uh, let's see, Corey Richens, Christine Davidson, Lady Terry A. Finley, uh, Marcos Lopez from the Life Tech, Sun, Life Tech and Sundry podcast. And, uh, Marcos, and, and videos yeah. on YouTube. Mr. Chill. Marcos. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Matt Roylance, creative router and design. Max MF Power, Mikey Hills, nameless henchman, Nathan Brown, Ninth Myers. Th- thanks, Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. Uh, Philip Nielsen, Rocky Mountain Collision, and Auto Painting in Pleasant Grove. Hey! hey so there yay. it is. Hey! There's the whole title. Rocky. It's, it's the Bruh. FNGs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shauna Elman, Shrink and Ink, uh, Snooty and Slackjaw, Restaurant Review, Sophie V. Happy birthday. Yeah, Sophie. Happy birthday! Uh, Summer J and Brian L. Thatcher. A tag oh. party of two. The Sexy Mexi and his Vanilla Bean Wife, Patrick and Alicia Rhodes. Nice. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Sexy yeah. Yeah. Now, see, the last one uh, Alicia wrote, uh-huh. and I said, no, it's got to be Patrick, <laughs> yeah. because Alicia's just way too graceful and kind. She's like, no, that was totally me. Was it Come really? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is Alicia. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then wrapping us up here, we have Tiffany Conrad and Tracy Wilson. So yeah, thank, you. thank you guys. That's awesome. Tiffany Conrad, Tracy Wilson. In fact, I would like to dedicate this show to Tiffany Conrad. Hello! Hey! Tiffany Conrad, congratulations. <laughs> this show is for you. Congratulations, Same Tiffany Conrad. Here. Were what? you thinking that? You were yeah, thinking that, too. I was. I was actually going to stop you and be like, can, can we dedicate this to Tiffany Conrad? Can you guys yeah, high five through the computer? Yeah! Hit his yeah, screen. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, listen, if you would like to join the Radio Ronin Patreon fam, uh, please, please go to patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronin. Super easy. We've got another bonus episode coming up soon. In fact, we're going to do AMA number two because so many of you had questions that were not read. Yeah. Yes. In fact, I think we we didn't even... Josh screwed it all up. I'll be honest with you. He screwed <laughs> he it. Did. He screwed Fine. the whole thing up. So we're going to fix it. It's random. So yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be random. It was not random. Josh went through and handpicked all the ones that he wanted to know the answers to. <laughs> And so, and then You're pretended ruining to have, the magic behind the and show. Pretend, and he and color-coded pretended, them. 
<laughs> he did. And then he pretended to have Spencer pick. Yeah. And I said, yeah. no, 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 no. We're actually going to go through. We're going to do this totally random. So we're going to do another one of these shows here in the next couple of days. And we'll have another bonus show for you because we're no longer doing the uh, Yes, Spencer. Hey, Josh, welcome to Under the Bus with me. <laughs> yeah, quite lovely. <laughs> anyway, we've got another bonus episode coming up. And, yeah. uh, and I have been told. I have been told that we hope to have shirts very soon. We're working Whoa. on it. No, that's not that's yeah. not done and printed. That means just the printer having them, and then we can start that process. Can so I, just keeping everybody in the loop. Yes. Can I just I, I just want to say something that that uh, I observed in L.A. Yeah. Because of the backup of of shirts and everything that's coming in yes. from like China and everything. Right. There is a line of I swear like twenty cargo ships that are just waiting to be docked in yeah. the port of Los Angeles. Oh, really? They're just sitting out there. Yes, just Wait, really? sitting and out weeks there. weeks delayed. They have to sit out there for weeks. Yeah. They literally have to get on like tugboats and drive food out to them. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. I didn't no, know just stuck. Yeah, they're just, there's, there's like 20 of them and they're just stuck out there because they can't, they can't get, I, I, I can't remember what the delays are. I think yeah. it's like not enough longshoremen or something like that mm -hmm. because of the pandemic or... I, I don't know what the problem is, but I've seen it on the news. It's pretty haunting, actually. It is. Huh. It's kind of a creepy sight, to be honest with you. I, I yeah. actually thought you were going to go somewhere completely different with that and say there was a huge shortage of novelty t-shirts on the beach. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's what right. I was going to well. do. Yeah. There, so there's no street vendors with the FBI on it. <laughs> Female body inspector. <laughs> so I was Bart Simpson. I was going to tell you guys I was at Tilly's just buying T-shirts, you know, for like summer. Uh, we went to Tilly's down here, mm -hmm. and and I and I was looking for my size of shirt, and the guy's like, you know, we're lucky if we get one. We used to have a whole bunch per graphic design, like per design of shirt. We used to have a whole bunch. Now we're lucky if we get one a week in your size. And Which honestly, is just crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's just a double X. You. It's a double X. I'm I'm tall and I need a double yeah. X. So, uh, anything like anything bigger than a medium is like impossible to, to get. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I'm just amazed you still shop at the Tillys. Dude, Tillys is awesome. <laughs> Tillys, uh, Tillys is rad. You, you know the 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 worker there was wasn't referring to his shirt size. He was talking about customers. <laughs> Stop. Know, Tilly's are like hopping in Vegas. Like they're they, hopping they're, in Utah. What no, are you talking about? Yeah, Tilly's are the best. Shut I've up, never Spencer. heard of it. Doesn't go back under the bus. Spencer wears I, flannel I in the summer. Yeah, Spencer. Yeah. yeah, Spencer was in flannel and a vest when we were in Utah. Like and 80 it was like degrees. 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Anyway, listen. We we need to move on. There's uh, a big thing going on, which um, you guys know all too well. Uh, it's it's interesting because we've been we've lived here in vegas for about a month and a half and we've been back to utah seven times we talk about mm -hmm. it in the new ronin ronin tv episode yeah but every time i come back it seems like right after we leave home and come back to vegas uh there's some sort of massive you know something happens some sort of crazy news story mm -hmm. and sure enough we barely get back home here in <laughs> vegas and it was the the day of that jazz game where all hell broke loose at and the jazz game. Ironically, it was the same day you said jazz fans aren't enthusiastic enough. Well, yeah, and yeah. that's uh, and and um, and thankfully, mercifully, I guess, I think everybody who heard that episode they understood what I was saying. It wasn't an indictment of the jazz, and it wasn't an indictment of 
uh, anything to do with their politics or Donovan Mitchell's politics. I was talking about, you know, a, a variety of different things and the, the political thing did come up. But that's not what I was directly talking about with the lack of exuberance for for the community, for the jazz. Uh, I wasn't celebrating that at all. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very grateful that you all got that. If, if In fact, I'm actually kind of I'm kind of sad that uh, when I did come to town, when Chandler and I came back into town, that there wasn't jazz fever everywhere. No, you know, there, there, there wasn't, wasn't anything. Yeah. It's like nobody really cared. Yeah. And it was kind of like me saying, hey, wake up, you guys. Your team is in the playoffs. You guys need to be excited about this. This is cool. No, I'm not a jazz fan, but this is your community. You know, you got to get out there. Even the, I, like 98, 97, I was out there cheering for the jazz and became a jazz fan. And then wasn't again. But but <laughs> but for that time, yeah, yeah. like everybody else, I was because it was such a big deal, you know. We'll uh, take and you yeah, back and, anytime, Chunga. <laughs> well, it's uh, it, it is. It, there's something that I found. Of course, it, I I almost feel like I don't even need to set this up. Everybody knows I'm talking about this big race racist thing, and it yeah. seems like once a year there's one of these things that comes out of Utah. There's you know, some sort of big racist problem that comes out of the jazz games. And then the media blows it all up that Utah is racist or jazz fans are racist. And I'm even hearing players from other teams and they're saying like, yeah, we know when we come to Utah that that's going to be a thing. We know when we come into play in Utah that that there's a much higher potential for that kind of behavior than anywhere else. Yeah, I'm, I'm screaming BS to the highest level there is you know i yes okay look uh i used to have season tickets to the jazz it was a business thing when i was trying to do movies and i'd take investors to jazz games and or i'd give them away uh just say go have fun because i don't want to go mm -hmm. sort of thing um but anytime i did go there was tons of racist comments tons and tons and tons and all kinds of really horribly behaved fans and i i would leave the jazz games going i am never ever going to another one of these things again i that was the most miserable experience ever but then i'd go to uh an angels game or a padres game or a dodgers game and it would be the same exact thing. Maybe maybe not as concentrated, but you would still hear it. Oh, I remember yes. it well, happening all the time in Angels games when I was a kid. You know, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. And, me, there was, and then there was that incident on your birthday where... There was. A couple of uh, A's players got on the wrong side of Papa Chunga. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I, just, I, I lived in Boston. I've uh. never lived in a more racist place ever in my life than boston it is the yeah. single most racist community i have ever lived in well and you bring up a really good point because utah's getting this label because yes incidents did happen but that does not reflect the majority of the fan base or the fans at the games right yeah. but at right, the right. same time this is happening you have kyrie irving getting water bottles thrown at him and i guarantee more vile things said about him but it's being spun as Boston's just mad at oh, Kyrie Irving, drunk, the drunk player. Boston fan, because, right. because loser, he yeah. used to play for Boston and then yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, but the thing is, is yeah, Boston is notorious for it for this, and that's why I kind of had to laugh when Danny Ainge, who played for BYU, played for the right. Boston Celtics, and is their general manager right now, legitimately embodies the title "Whitest Kid You Know." I exactly. <laughs> And he came out just a few, or like the day of, and said, you know, I've never seen this in Boston. You know, I've never experienced anything, you know, like with racism and everything. Well, okay. Can I stop you right there? 
couple of things. I, yes. I, I gotta, I gotta level with you, Josh. I, I mean, you know, I've just gotta, I gotta give you the real talk here. The okay. first thing I thought of, the very first thing I thought of when, when this whole thing exploded with the Utah Jazz, the very first thing I thought of was, hmm, I wonder what Danny Ainge thinks about all this. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was the first thing that came across my mind was, well, I'm not, I'm not going to form an opinion now. I need to, I need to know what Danny Ainge is. I need to get his perspective. Well, the thing uh, is, and is, the second thing is, is of course he didn't hear that in Boston. He's whiter than everybody in Boston. Exactly. He also, so I don't just, think he's either been sitting on the sideline as a player or he's in a box. Well, right. Yeah. And, yeah. and here's and here's the thing with Boston, you you have you can look back to Bill Russell. He's the greatest Celtic that's ever that's ever played. Won eleven championships and everything when he was there. I, I would I would I would beg to differ. I think Larry Bird would probably be the greatest Celtic ever. Larry yeah. Bird. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say Larry Bird. Uh, I think everybody in Boston, including Larry Bird, would say Bill Russell. But this is not a sports <laughs> show. Anyway, so basically, can we say Bobby Orr? Stop it! Yes, you can I'm say you. Bobby Orr. I'm with you on that. Bobby Orr is the greatest Celtic ever. Bobby Orr! Bobby Orr! Let, let me make my point here, man. <laughs> Basically, Bill Russell, one of the, the greatest athletes ever in the NBA, had many experiences with Boston fans calling him the N-word. Boston has been this way forever. And, you know, so, so for Danny Ainge to say that this hasn't been an issue. Oh, please. Bull. Danny Ainge is lying. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, listen, it, I was shocked. I'm not a politically correct guy. In fact, I'm I'm anti-politically correct um, and, and, and love it and <laughs> have to meter myself and limit myself on this show like you can't believe. Uh, but Danny Ainge is full of crap, man. No, he totally he, is. He's full yeah. of crap. Boston is hands down. I was completely offended when I lived in Boston. Completely offended by how racist pretty much everybody I talked to there was. Well, yeah, horrible there. And what else is he going to say? Be like, oh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard things too. No, he's well, not. I mean, here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. They're focusing on the things that were said, and they were terrible. There were like three, three uh, people that said terrible things to John Morant's family and himself. Yeah, right. and they were kicked yeah. out, banned extremely quickly because yeah. the rest of the fans didn't tolerate. They turned it. on them yep. and they went. They and they went and, yeah, not yeah. only that, but they bought drinks for Morant's family. Yeah, the, really. Oh wow, the yeah. fans did. Yeah, so, yeah the fans did. Yeah. So, but there's another side to this, and I don't think it's fair. And the first, the honestly, you know, I was joking about Danny Ainge, but the first thing I thought of when this blew up was the last conversation we had about the jazz, where you guys were saying that the media blows things unjustly out of proportion based on the geography of the particular city. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, Am I yes. right? <laughs> well, look, I, I've got to be honest. I, I've been to those games, man. And I've been pretty, pretty grossed out by a lot of the stuff I heard at the jazz games. And again, I'm not a politically correct guy. And then we've had these other things, but uh, you do have those things at other parks and other sports, and it mm -hmm. does happen. Yeah. And that doesn't excuse any of this behavior. But to hear other players within the NBA saying, well, we all know when we come to Utah, that's going to happen. We all know that when we come to Utah, it's worse in Utah than it is anywhere else. No, I, you know, I respectfully, you know, from a guy who's just a middle-aged white guy, uh, I don't believe that. 
I just don't. I just don't believe that it's worse in Utah than than these other places, especially after living in other places. Well, Here's yeah, the thing. I mean, you know, I think players come here looking for it and expecting it because, oh, it's a good Mormon Utah family. It's all. The I think it has more to people. do with the fact that everybody's white. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I think it's probably they, what they, probably what it is. You're going to hear what you're expecting to hear is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, so what's what's the blowback been like? So what's the fallout been? Well, it's making the news here. It is making the news here. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really talked to anybody back home about it. It it really it, it the way that it's kind of shaping it seems like is it, it's not just these two incidents with the Jazz and the Celtics. There have mm-hmm. been other incidents That's... with the Sixers and the Wizards. Yeah, there's a yeah. fan that ran on the court in, in Washington. There was a fan in Philly that dumped a thing of popcorn on Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Um, it, it popcorn, just, it my, seems, my goodness. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, well, yeah. Um, well, Russell Westbrook's one that pennies. has issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Westbrook, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Westbrook has issues with Utah. But yeah, yeah it, it seems just like now that fans are, are coming back to the arena, they're just, I, I don't know if it's just because they've forgotten how to act or they're yes. just angry. They don't, no, it's they don't see I think, I think a lot of it is, oh, look, I saw a lot of this again. I saw a lot of this pre-pandemic. So it's not, but I do think it is more concentrated and I do think it's elevated. And I think it may go back to that, to that thing, that syndrome that we were talking about, which is we all have mm-hmm. a mental illness because of the pandemic. Yeah. 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 And it's this weird kind of mental illness that affects your ability to be social or your ability to interact. People are highly aggressive. Look at all the mass shootings that are taking place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People have uh, people have kind of lost their shit. You know what I mean? And, and and this study that I that I read said that everybody has this, and so everyone needs to check themselves. I've noticed I'm less patient at times. Oh, I, I've, no, at, I've noticed it in me. Yeah, at, even at the bees game when I was walking around getting my my dollar hot dogs, I found myself getting more angry than I normally would at the people that mosey. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, man. <laughs> so tired to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was mad. Man. Oh, man. I got stuff to do. The airport. The airport. Because I, I how come I, I'm five minutes late because I got some eighty-year-old pants shitter in front of me. <laughs> no, they just walk through. The escalator. Through. The es- oh, escalators at the airport. I swear, people think that they're free rides, and they just sit there and park themselves. Like, no, like this, you you get to walk, and you get there faster because it's also yeah, you don't moving just stop with you. Moving. The moving sidewalk yeah. is and it moving, and then it, yeah, and it, you know, go to one side. This doesn't mean that you just sit there and like, you know, let everything like all your luggage take up the whole thing. Put down a lawn chair, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So anyway, I think I, I hope this will mellow out. There is a part of me, um, you know, I wouldn't say it's a large part of me, but I do kind of have that tug in the back of my head that says the NBA has fostered this kind of environment by allowing people to become more polarized in their politics. Um, you know, I see what's happening with the Olympics and how the Olympics has come out and just said, hey, look, you're not going to have any of your political stuff here at all. And people uh-huh. kind of went, but, 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 and the Olympics said, no, we're not going to allow that here. And they went, okay. And now it's just gone. Like, you yeah. don't hear anybody talking no, about yeah. it at yeah. all because the Olympics had a backbone and put their foot down and said, no, we're just not going to tolerate any political statements of any kind. That's not what the Olympics are. That's not what we're doing here. You are not allowed to do it. And people bitched for what, like five seconds? 
and then said, okay, I want my gold medal, so I'm just going to shut up and focus right. on what I'm there to do anyway. So I'm there to uh, I, wonder, I wonder what would have happened had the NBA done that if you would still be getting the same kind of reaction from the fans. I think one of the biggest differences between athletes in the Olympics and the NBA is the pay. Oh yeah, huge. yeah, yeah. That's actually good. Well, point. It's in pay, and and honestly, yeah, the 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 media has so much to do with that because I, I I I don't watch Sports Center anymore, uh, just because I. It seems like every time I turn it on, they're reporting LeBron uh, LeBron James's tweets throughout the whole yeah like, the whole episode, yeah. like what he has to say about this or that. As I I don't care what LeBron right. has to say. The huh. twenty-four hours Just news give cycle. It a break. Yeah, you know what I think. Yeah, you know what you know what I think though is that you know in my one statement saying I wonder if the NBA would be dealing with problems like this had they not had these issues. Well, they they were like that back when I had season tickets. I just they just weren't as bad. So I do yeah. think that there's been an increase. But um, I hope I really really hope that that the fans in Utah in particular can get a handle on themselves you know what i mean yeah or or each other i should say that's a good and, point and just rebuke this so heavily that it just doesn't happen anymore because i hate that rightly or wrongly we have that rep right utahns yeah. this is not the time to be polite and timid if you hear something wrong call it out for what it is yeah absolutely yeah yeah and it sounds like i mean when this happened you, you didn't I, have a problem doing that with the masks <laughs> Did you? <ya? laughs> oh man! All right. Well, <laughs> call it I out. I love you, Chunga. That was Thank a good you. one. I that wish was I could good. hug you right now. I've got a Myers McRib just for you, <laughs> and oh, it's a uh, full staff. Oh goodness! Uh, all right. Well, listen. We we you know we should we should probably move on. Did yeah. anybody watch the Friends reunion at all? Nope. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Josh, I've I've never seen an episode of Friends ever. No. And, and my name is Chandler. You know what I mean? And, and I think from that point, I've heard so many Chandler Bing jokes. I'm just like, yeah, yep. you were not named Chandler because of the show. No, I know, but I get it every day. And so, I was like, yeah. I tried to watch Friends one time and it was it's just not my jam. You Bishop know I mean? Shannon and I wanted to give you a proper Scottish name. I wanted you to be named Duncan. She Which wanted you to be named Chandler, and I lost. Yeah. And it was like a real fight. Can like I go, it was yeah. like a months long fight. Can I go to Duncan? Can we can we, can we go back and fight? I mean, I think you should you just go tell your mom that your dad was right. <laughs> I don't That's what deal. I do. But Friends, it's just I just can't get into it. You know what so I mean? You know, it's just <laughs> Chandler. The names of every episode of the Friends is the one where, and then they say what they did in the episode. Oh, okay. The reunions episode title should have been the one where everybody skipped it. Oh, yeah. so know, is that true though did, did, what were the ratings like because i don't know anybody outside I, of josh I, that I actually watched crickets i i watched it on hbo really? max uh i forced well, that's what my, it was yeah. i forced myself to watch it because i felt like i felt like i i, I needed to do this because i i forced myself to watch the entire series mm -hmm. um i wanted to give up by about season six or seven I'm surprised mm -hmm. you made it past one. Yeah, yeah and, honestly. Uh, yeah. It, it, season three is my favorite, but that's beside the point. But the thing is, that really kind of killed it for me was James Corden. Uh, he was the host, and uh, I can't stand him. He's right up there with Jimmy Fallon. Hold, the, hold on a second. So the Friends reunion was not an actual episode? 
No, it was this whole, it was this hodgepodge reunion where they all came onto the set. And they, yeah, it's it was like, kind of like a It was like a round table thing like The Mandalorian, like, where they all kind of like talked about the, the show. Uh, but they do that all the time, like on The, the Tonight Show. Right, I know. They yeah, did the same just, thing with The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, they, yeah, they did a okay. reunion. Yeah, but it, I, I did mean, it with Cannonball and Harvey on my morning show from Hotel Balderdash. <laughs> nice. Nobody knows you know that. It, Nobody gets that. <laughs> but I did have Cannonball and Harvey on, and, and my hand to God, it was one of the happiest moments of my life. <laughs> um, the thing is, like with millennials, like people around my age, like you know, early twenties, mid twenties, you're either an Office fan or you're a Friends fan, and everyone who's been like a diehard Friends fan on social media, they love this thing. They they thought it was the greatest thing ever, and, and I think that's great. But I just well. <laughs> Those going to be like a real episode. I thought that too. Yeah, that's the thing is like I'm a diehard Office fan, and if they did a reunion episode where they just brought everybody back together to reminisce and talk about it, I'd skip that too. Oh, yeah. I would. I'd be all over that. No, I'd skip it. Would you really? Totally. I'd totally skip. Uh, it. Honestly, Come on. there's no. enough nah. out there that like you're just going to be rehashing stories that you've read on in the news or you've heard on a different podcast or somewhere else. These reunions where they just sit around and talk about how great they are and how fun it was. Pointless. Give me new content. Full house. Give me a new episode. I want that full was a house. I didn't even know until this, until right now. I had no idea. I thought that they were like, oh, somebody went back. Like Rachel was a real a real estate agent. And she went back to the old apartment and then some and sort to of list it. Yeah, 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 to list it. And, and they're and, all oh there. My gosh, and so, I could <laughs> have written. I, I, I could have written a great episode there for them. <laughs> Well, they, they, they were they, all there. They they did some like they they did some read uh, read throughs and lame and, and everything so like that's it stupid. just yeah like it, some of the stories were kind of fun but for the most part uh, just eh. here's what you do you remember this when it was a fad chunga to do the uh, reunion shows where they also reenacted the behind the scenes like with the Batman sixty six. Yeah, sure. And they had Burt Ward and Adam West talking about what it was like, and then they'd flash back to the actors playing yeah. Adam West and Burt Ward. Yeah. They should have done something right. like that. Huh. So I did have a Batman reunion on my show with Adam West <laughs> and Burt Ward. Yes. And uh, it was, was pretty Burt dumb. Was still taking the pills? <laughs> no, it was It was really funny because I tried to get, uh, I, I was asking them all kinds of weird questions like, you know, did you guys ever see each other naked on the set? <laughs> oh, yes. But what it did, yeah, because they were talking about how they went out on the set wearing only their cowls and capes once and they were both completely naked to freak out the crew. It was the 60s, wow. right? That's Imagine a, Adam that's West. Amazing. Adam West is telling me this story. I said, have you guys ever seen each other naked? And Adam West is like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> and I can hear Burt Ward. He's like, don't, don't. <laughs> there was a time. It was the 60s. And, and, I love uh, and, Adam and West. <laughs> he told me the whole story. Uh, but but uh, no, it was it was actually really cool. But but still, it would have been much better if they would have acted something out. You know, yeah, I yeah. Yeah. they've even done SpongeBob reunions where the whole cast will get together and they'll do like a table read in their characters. And it's cool uh, to and you see. Can watch oh, the cool. animation up on the screen, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very, very cool. They should have done something, but this is like a you know Talking Dead or something dumb like that. Yeah, I'm so bummed. I thought I really thought we were going to do this segment, and Josh was going to tell because you know I, I knew that Josh. When we started the segment, I knew that Josh had had seen it, and that the other three of us had not seen it. Right. Right. And I really thought Josh was going to say, well, it had a great storyline, and it had this, and it had that, and it was really fun, and and Gunther um, showed up. And Gunther if, did yeah, actually Gunther show showed up. up and and it was they went to the Central Park and now it was like some sort of weird, uh, you know, 
place where you can sit, shop. sit and v- yeah, it's like, shop. A, it's like a, a weed dispensary or something. Right. Um, but no, it was none of that. You just went, no, it was just yeah. they just sat around and kind of bitched. Yeah, that basically. explains all the, the the pictures of Joey looking like he's the retired uh, oh, uncle. Oh yeah, like, I yeah, so the, the whole for, meme. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th- I did see this thing on Entertainment Tonight that they were like Joey Joey Matt LeBlanc. He's the only one that's gone gray. I'm like, no, he's the only one that doesn't dye his hair. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's all. I mean, you can tell that Matthew Perry dyes his hair. You can tell that David Schwimmer. You know what's her face is doing it. Courtney Courtney Cox. I mean, oh, she yeah. died like oh, yeah. four years ago. Jennifer she's Aniston. Just, it's like weekend of Courtney's. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston is not doesn't. I mean, she is she's she's Greek. Greeks she's perfect. Don't. Yeah, she's, oh, yeah, she's, she's perfect. perfect. Yeah, she, she looks she's fantastic. Yeah. She's older than I am. How many children does she need to drink the blood of to maintain that? Yeah, no, she, she's, she looks she's, fantastic. She's from Hanya, which is right next to. Uh, okay. To Fakia, she's, she's like, she's like, she's I from, can't say that on the show, Josh. Dude, she's from Encino. Okay, that's <laughs> where she's from. Okay, her uh, dad is from I love that Josh is a geography we've expert some, now. We've got some Star Wars stuff. Yeah, to talk we do. About. Before we do that, though, we need to thank our mighty goblins. Yeah, Woo. these guys are mighty, mighty goblins. Uh, Want to say thank you to each and every one of you. Uh, this is. Uh, I mean, week after week, show after show, I tell you how humbling it is. Mm -hmm. And it's no joke. Like when Chandler's having a bad day and he's like, man, nothing is going right. Absolutely nothing is working out. And and there are those times like for all of us, right? When there's just things that we just have to do. And um, like anybody, you have bad days. Chandler reads the goblin list. (laughs) This is this is no joke. That's how he centers himself. uh He'll go and he'll take a look at the goblin list. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, all my buddies, they've got me. You know what I mean? And so, thank you to everyone. Thank you, thank you. Huge thank you. These guys are all at fifty bucks until I say otherwise. Fifty dollars a month. Thank you very much, Amy Davis, one of our newest goblins. Amy, Ben Pearson of Pearson Remodeling, biggest jazz fan, and I love you still, Chunga. You should. You should. <laughs> See, he gets it. He yeah. gets it. It's it's fine. Fine. I want you guys to be jazz fans. I'm not saying I'm not a jazz fan and you shouldn't be either. I'm saying I'm not a jazz fan. Why the hell are you guys so apathetic? Go be jazz fans. That's I agree with you yeah. on that. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Ben Pearson, Pearson Remodeling, biggest jazz fan, and I love you still, Chunga. Thank you, Ben. Brian Miller, Cam and Alexa Bingham. Thanks, guys. Uh, let's see. Daybreak Aesthetics. Everybody go get, go get uh, you know, you got to take the masks off now. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to need a new coat of paint. You're going to need some. Uh, you're <laughs> do they do need, anything uh, you with know, love handles? What about you lips? Gotta, pardon our dust. We're fixing ourselves up there at the Daybreak <laughs> Aesthetics. Uh, Her Royal Highness, Miss Jessica Terry. Thank woo, you, Your Highness. Woo. Jennifer Grant, who just got herself. She's one of, like, Jennifer Grant is like a five-time lotto winner. Can I just tell you? She yeah, actually yeah. found a house, bought it, and they she, like she made an offer on a house in Harriman, and they accepted it. No way. Oh. She actually got a house in Harriman. That is insane. Round of applause. Yeah, that's I mean, like, that's teach like, me your voodoo magic. I don't know how that. Ha- I don't even know how that happened. So she's moving. Congratulations. How it's much be- money? It's because she went blonde. That's why. <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> it's me. bringing her good luck. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I sent you that one point three million dollar home and. Salt Lake across yeah, from the, oh my the stadium. Gosh, that thing's going viral. Yeah, yeah, I, it's hilarious because some dumbass California is going to buy that house and get shot in a drive-by. Yeah, like they have the no idea. It's like the worst part of town. It's like the worst part of town. <laughs> yeah, that's like worse than parts of Vegas. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, uh, let's see. We've got kosher and halal. Take Disneyland. Huzzah! 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 Nice. <laughs> now, see, that's a movie. That's a nonsense. Going coconuts. 
Have I wanted to see a sibling pair like Kosher and Halal in a comedy? Oh, they're siblings. Like Kosher and Halal take Disneyland. That's like an afternoon special right yeah, there. Yeah, Huzzah, it. huzzah. <laughs> Mike and Angela Wilder. Phil, TPK, total party kill. Try and remember this time, Johnson. Oh, that's what, that's what oh, yeah. uh, You're not a party kill, uh, Phil. You're not a party, he's a party kill. kill. No. That, that was like so far out of the realm of reality, I couldn't even remember it. Phil. We want you at our party. <laughs> Phil, that's I don't do drugs. Right. I look at you and the party starts. <laughs> he doesn't do drugs. He does Phil. Wait a minute. <laughs> that didn't sound right. Get the McRibs ready. Yeah, <laughs> Taylor Casper, thank you very much for your investment in Radio Ronin. The redeemed Jedi Knight, Skylar Adams. He's gone. He's, what, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's converted? He's not Darth Drake. He's hey, oh, he awesome. He, he probably just got pissed off with us butchering his name over and over. Are you sure it's uh, not like a, a reference to Han's actual son from the real Star Wars <clears throat> expanded universe? Pretty sure no. I'm, I'm sure it's just us butchering his yeah, name. I think that's sure? Yeah, Yeah, pretty sure. Hey, we've got a super goblin in Natalie Croft at 5010. Thank hey! you, Natalie Croft. Uh, Animal and the Reckoning at 5050. Thank you, Animal <laughs> and the Reckoning. The Warrior Within podcast by Lord Lord Ruler KP Brown. Lord Ruler. Sorry hey. for the spoilers. They were unintended. <laughs> Order of Will Shaper. Oh. I like the Order of Will Shaper. Oh, hey. I think he just oh. ran a 10K. Yeah, I was just going to say, congratulations on your yes. 10K. Yeah, he, he killed yeah, it on it. Yeah. Congratulations, Lord KP. Ruler KP, Will Shaper or World Singer? Will, Will Shaper. <laughs> I'm going with Will Shaper. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We've got, uh, we've got know, Lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Snarfingham, Lady Snarfingham, and Squire Fezzik at no. $51 a month. Tory Larson, the mighty Tory Larson at fifty-one fifty, and the American badass Lane Hilton at fifty-one fifty. Thank you, Lane. Uh, Matthew, bring the ghost hunts back. Cronkite at fifty-one. Soon. Dude, they're coming. Yeah, no, they're coming. No, it's it's going to happen. Yeah, I like this. Soon. Soon. Thank you. So thank you to Lane Hilton. Thank you to Matt Cronkite. Uh, Darren Phillips, Semper Fi Marina, fifty-two bucks a month. Oh. America. <clears throat> Yeah, thank yeah. you, Darren Phillips. <laughs> it was weird, man. When we were going to shorten the show, Darren Phillips was like, no, you're not. And I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> okay. Nope. 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 It, it's not happening. Master Jedi Bren and Chris the Brit 2 at 52. Dr. Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental at 54.44. Dave Kelly at 55 bucks a month. Thank you, Dave Kelly. The Easton Sisters, Liz and Steph at 55.13 a month. Thank you to the Easton Sisters. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, the E.J. Newland Foundation. Whoa. Oh, what? The Ian J. Newland Foundation. Yeah, foundation. Donate now. Yeah, there All it is. Fifty-six eighty. Nice. That's the awesome. The E.J. Newland Foundation. Uh, Ken Kruger, the golden voice of Radio Ronin, and made a guest appearance on my Facebook feed. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, that. Yes. He grilled you, and it was amazing. Fifty-seven seventy-seven. <laughs> I'm a, he did not grill me. Okay, he did not grill me. I was siding with him the entire time. <laughs> he kind of did. I was like, he was like, wait a minute, you paid forty, you and Josh paid forty bucks. I had to go to like fifteen years of school to do this. Right. I was the guy the entire time going, I should not be doing this. I should not be wedding people. I have See, absolutely no training. And not thing- only that, I cried. <laughs> oh. And you did oh. cry. Oh. I got a little teary. Oh. Yeah, I did. I got a little bit teary. 
because my writing was so good. It, I'm just gonna say it was about so, it was about Prince, and and there's the whole thing about I read it. I, I proofread the, the. You read you read my wedding. It was speech. actually really cool. I was like, oh man, that was good. Oh, <laughs> I was thanks, like, that was really good. there wasn't a dry eye in the place. I was expecting and, you to be a smartass, and you were very tender about it. No, I wasn't a smartass. I wanted to I wanted to write something very very cool that they were gonna remember for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and, it was awesome. Did you look at him afterwards and a high five? Because <laughs> it was so good. Yes. Yes, I did. Before Kiss the Bride, right here. I'm yes. Uh, yes. Uh, all right, Chandler, Prince of Goblins, $60 a month. I don't know who this is at 6003. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who this is. It's Rambo. That's actually Rambo. That's really oh, good. That, I think they changed it. Right. Yeah. Dude rocks. That's uh, that's Guy Stones Dude. at sixty five dollars a month. Thank you very much. Accentdoors.co. Accentdoors.co for all your door and trim needs. Uh, approved by Tim Hemingway. So he's it looks yes. like Tim has started his own investment, or his own, <laughs> yeah, his own endorsement yeah. business. I am like, Tim approved. Yeah, that's it, right. You, can, you said you Venmoed him some money. Yes, yeah, I, 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 I Venmoed him four dollars. He won and then changed his Twitter bio. <laughs> I'll give you one. Ac- Accentdoors.co for all your door and trim needs. Approved by Tim Hemingway. All right, shameless plug time. Patreon.com forward slash Greg's Guide to New Music for daily episode of This Day in Music History. $75 a month. Panda! I miss Panda. I do too. I miss Panda dearly. Miss him very, very much. I need uh, a Panda John. John, he has changed his name back to John. Oh, He's gone hey, back to John, $100 a month. Love you, John. Just Ooh. a girl, Jean, at $111.11 a month. Thank <laughs> you, Just a girl, Jean. She's down it's at Lake Powell. That water level looked low. Kind of just I know, you. it really did. I noticed that, too. Super, 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 super low. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the evil twin, my evil twin, Chandler's evil auntie, the <laughs> evil twin, Miss Angela Hammond at two fifty a month. She makes an appearance on the oh. uh, newest episode of Runner she TV. She does. Make sure and to watch she's it. awesome. Yeah. She's so, hilarious so it at it, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and three hundred dollars a month. Uh, anonymous. Woo! Anonymous. Oh. Three hundred dollars a month. And Castle. Castle comes in at an undisclosed amount. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Love there you, you go, goblins. What do we have left? Oh yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. Of course Star I know. Wars. So, uh, so Spencer, you have some Star Wars stuff, right? Um, it's it's just some news that's been bubbling up. J.J. Abrams is finally admitting it probably wasn't a good idea to do the trilogy without a set story. No shit. Hmm. He, like, where, where did he say this at? Hmm. So he, he actually has done a couple interviews, and in the interviews he has said, yeah, we, we, we could have done a lot better if we had actually mapped it out and had a set storyline for the whole trilogy rather than tackling this movie by movie. Yeah, and they, this has been recently, by the way. Like, this he, has he, been like the, in the last two days. Probably over the past year. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, well, dude, no, yeah. And and for me, it baffles, it baffles my mind that Disney, of all companies, would be like, oh, yeah, we'll just kind of play it by ear. We'll just we'll just do you know, one movie at a time and just figure it out. It's like, well, what are you doing? What this honestly feels like is JJ knows he's never going to work with Disney again, and he's finally out of an NDA and can finally start saying, "Yeah, we had no plan, and it wasn't a good idea." Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so did he elaborate on that at all? He just that that was just it. That's all he said. He elaborated a little bit more, just talking about how the lack of storyline led to some major flaws and plot holes and there was an overall lack of direction within the whole planning process and so does he take responsibility did he take responsibility for it or did he lay blame anywhere or did he, he just just blame the whole process he blamed the whole process the whole like everything going on with the trilogies basically saying look this should have never happened 
And if it did happen, it should have had a plan that should have been taken care of correctly. And I'm, I'm the first guy to be like, hey, I'm not the biggest J.J. Abrams fan, but I, I think if you would have had full control over it, it would have turned out a lot better. Uh, I think Disney and, and Kathleen Kennedy and all those guys getting too many hands in the pot caused a lot of issues because uh, like like he wasn't able to tell his whole story because Ryan Johnson came in at random and just stomped all over it. So um, it's hard to say because even Ryan Johnson is now coming out and saying, yeah, I want to direct an episode of The Mandalorian and he's getting absolutely barbecued. Just, yeah, destroyed. And it's like, dude, it. don't yeah. you dare. Absolutely don't you dare ruin this too on top of it. Well, so Here's I think the, the fans are all uniting, which is nice to see. I think JJ now feels more comfortable since the Dave Filoni promotion has been made official. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. going basically to the door of Kathleen Kennedy and saying, look, this was out of our hands. This was out of my hands. I tried to save this. I tried to do it. But it's right here. This is the exactly. problem. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen? Do you think anything's going to come out of this? Do you think there's going to be... Uh, some sort of weird Mia culpa out of out of Lucasfilm where they they come out and they say, okay, look, we get it. You guys hate this. It's not no. going away. What I think this is going to be is this is going to be more of a um, OJ Simpson type deal. We know hmm. we Wait, did explain. It. What? Oh yeah, okay. Where you going with that, Spencer? <laughs> we know he's the one that did it, but he doesn't admit that he did it. But we yeah. all know he did it. Okay. So at sense. the end of the hmm. day, this is going to be. Kathleen Kennedy, we know you screwed this up. Mm-hmm. Everybody in society as a general population accepts that you are the one that screwed this up, but she will never outright say that she screwed it up. Right. But yeah. she's been wearing the bloody the bloody glove all <laughs> along. If the glove of Vader fits, you must acquit. That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> she never I took it, it off. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I don't Interesting. Know. Well, um, I mean, you know, I haven't read it. It's hard for me to comment on it other than to just say, look, you know, this is, yeah, duh. I think J.J. Abrams is every bit as guilty as Kathleen Kennedy is, to be honest with you. Um, I, I was so mad when they picked him to, to do those movies. There, there was a, a whole army of directors, any of them, any director could have done a better job, in my opinion, than, you know, than J.J. Abrams gonna- to argue with that but there's only so much you can do when your hands are tied exactly and, he, and even anthony daniels talks about this in his imc3po book where he talks about like jj was so excited to do this and he was so pumped up and then he kept hitting roadblock after roadblock on what he was actually wanting to do and so i can't mm-hmm. really i don't know if i can blame him fully yeah he's not he's not a good writer at all uh but i i think it was mainly kathleen kennedy though. but here's the thing yeah. you get jj who's a great director and you pair him with a good writer and you could have had a phenomenal sequel trilogy. Yeah, you pair exactly. him with Dave Filoni to plan out this arc and to get it taken care of and all cohesive and tying in. Would have been awesome. Would have been awesome. And you can actually see them starting to lay all roads are pointing to the sequel trilogy going away mm-hmm. and it being replaced by something else. It would be like the biggest Snyder cut in history. You know what I mean? Where I'm curious to see if they'll actually ever end up doing that. Um, hmm. We heard a lot of news about it before, and now it's just kind of gone quiet that they're going to remove that trilogy. So who? Yeah, who, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope they do. I'd be very happy if they did. But yeah, I guess we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I I think there's things afoot, but I don't think it's remaking those movies. No, here's, here's the thing. I don't think it's remaking those movies. But if you look at the little clues that they're dropping in Rebels, mm-hmm. and The Mandalorian, and Bad Batch, now mm-hmm. it's they're they're laying the the groundwork to have the sequel trilogy exist in its own thing and work around it. 
So speaking of Bad Batch, actually, uh, we, I love it. We, we finally watched really? it. We're, we're, we're actually caught, caught up. We're on caught it. up. We had the nice. time to sit down and like actually dedicate some time to a show, and it was wonderful. No, it's, it's actually really, really good. And you were skeptical. Uh, I had to convince you. Yeah, to, you had to, to convince watch me it. to watch it. I was, you know, I was, uh, I didn't, I didn't necessarily like the story arc for the Bad Batch when I was watching the Clone Wars, and, yeah. and I was just hoping that it was going to be a little bit better. It is. Oh, it's, 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 awesome. it's all the way better. It's really, really good. Yeah, and and for me, it's a lot of people are like, oh, it's just it's just the clone troopers. No, they tie it in with the Jedi. They tie it in with a they lot do. of other stuff that's going on. So if you and haven't watched it, I highly recommend how, it. How, yeah, how many how many episodes are they in now? I think four. Five. They're five. five. They're five oh, in. Yeah, five man, in. I'm, five. I'm like two mm-hmm. in. I need to catch up. Well, here's the thing. It's amazing how quickly you go for cheering. You switch from cheering for the clones to cheering whenever one dies. No, I know. It's the craziest feeling. And for me, when I was a kid, like the clones, were, I, I mean, I have a Star Wars helmet collection because I love the clones so much. So that that switch is very, very odd to happen. But mm-hmm. uh, they do it, it very well as far as like the timeline. Because Dave Filoni uses a storytelling technique with the clones. You get to love the clones because they're colorful. They, they get to decorate their own. Mm-hmm their armor and everything, make it their own and show their individuality. Right. But the minute they cut ties with the Jedi, they're all back to pure white. Pure white and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which so is yeah. really no emotionally connecting to it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's it's very cool. I keep hoping that we're going to see Vader at some point. You will. I, I, I keep hoping that we're going to see Vader and possibly... Um, no, it would just be, it would just maybe a younger Obi Wan, but I but I don't know for sure. I don't know if you'll see Obi Wan because because they have the of, because TV of the Kenobi show. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's yeah he's off yeah, doing his own thing exactly. But anyways, it's awesome. I I highly recommend it. Um, if you haven't seen the Clone Wars TV show, um, I, I think you're okay to watch it. They they kind of explained it well enough. If you've seen any of the Star Wars movies, you'll you'll get it. Um, I mean, my mom was able to watch it and she she understood it and loved it. So I highly recommend it on on my side of things. I'll have to catch up with it. You know, I, I got detoured with that Friends reunion. <laughs> Terrible yeah, exactly. detour. It was, a, it was a real waste of your time there, Josh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely a waste of your time, buddy. So, all right. Well, listen, that's pretty much that's pretty much going to be the show. Very interested about the JJ thing. I'm going to have to go read up on that. We may talk about that a little bit further. And yeah. If, if we can it's hear it, we can get some other news. Yeah, it's, it's like breaking. I don't know if it's breaking, but developing is probably a better word for it. So, all right, you guys have a great rest of your week. We will see you on Saturday for Bash Music and then uh, next hey. Monday for, uh, for another uh, Radio Ronin episode. And keep checking back to the YouTubes. Yes. Right, Ronin Check TV, the keep checking back. There's lots coming out. Just, just a little sneak peek. There's a lot. Coming your way very, very soon. Go like and subscribe. Please, please, please. All right, guys. Thanks for everything. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye.